0: Assalamualaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Quran Journey where we explore and reflect on the secret verses of the Holy Quran through Quran tagging, Quran journaling and Tadabur. As we are not trained and qualified asatizas, we do not do our own tafsir of the verses that we have selected. Our discussions are aided by tafsir resources such as books and videos. This week we will have Ain to lead us in the Tadabur with a focus on managing anger.
1: Assalamualaikum.
0: Waalaikumsalam. Salam.
1: Okay. Uh not sure if you have seen the Machik confessions on IG and FB. Uh so it's a post about confessions covering on issues on married ladies who want to confess to their spouses on matters they could not bring up. So it covered secrets about their relationships abuse, uh negligence, and many more. Uh I shared the post with my husband and told him to see a post regarding husbands who were very consumed on gaming. And he replied that I was the one who submitted the confession to Maxit. So this Maxe is actually uh Malaysian-based post secret lah like that uh, yeah so uh he told that i was the one who submitted the confession so obviously i retorted that it wasn't a secret lah since i've scolded him so many times about it and it wasn't secret anyway <laughs> and we laughed about it but uh at the same time uh it got me thinking that it showed how different people can react to very similar situations so in my case right i'm very uh reactive uh, so when I don't like something that my husband is doing, I will call him la. <laughs> uh, of course you know lah, I usually, I'm easily irritab- imitated by by my spouse. <laughs> so sorry, husband. <laughs> okay. So I uh, so he always say that I very grumpy lah. I am angry all the time, and um. Uh, but it's no laughing matter lah, right? I mean it's actually a daily struggle that I need to remind myself that I don't overstep my boundaries and hurt my loved ones. I'm covering uh on this matter because uh it's a personal struggle that I am I am trying to keep myself in check. Huh? So I'm covering uh two ayat. Ah, uh, not two ayats. A few ayats in two main suras. So, the first surah is surah uh, Ali Imran. In surah Ali Imran, uh, the ayat is in one three three to one three four, which is, and hasten to forgiveness from your Lord and a garden as wide as the heavens and earth, prepared for the righteous. Who spend in the cause of Allah during ease and hardship, and who restrain anger and who pardon the people, and Allah loves the doers of good. And then the other verse is in in Surah Ashura, verse thirty-seven, which is Bismillah, And those who avoid the major sins and immoralities, and when they are angry, they forgive. And in Ayat. 43 sin verse, eh, sorry, in same surah, and whoever is patient and forgives, indeed that is of the matters requiring determination. There's a lot of resources regarding anger management is in Islam, but I think uh, IslamReligion.com actually has a concise view on it, so I'm just gonna refer to it, uh although anger is a natural feeling it can have negative effects on those who allow it to control them and adverse effects on those who around them so it can destroy relationships health property and livelihood so uncontrolled anger is actually tools of uh satan or is it satan shaytan i see and it can lead to many evils and tragedies so for this reason islam has a great deal to say about the emotion of anger so in hadith a uh, hadith al-Kulaini al-Kafi Imam al-Baqir said indeed this anger is a spark lit by Satan in the heart of the son of Adam So anger is actually associated with fight or flight response It's often difficult to separate the action whether it's done in self-defense or one that is done out of uncontrolled rage So it's okay to feel angry but it's not acceptable when the person allows it to overtake him and drive him to act in an unacceptable way so sometimes it may even lead to murder and mayhem so when a person becomes angry whether it's a result of provocation or not the he has the choice whether to control the anger by responding it to us by sanctioned by the quran and the traditions of prophet muhammad or he could give in to the wave of emotion and behave in a way that displeases God but delights Satan so in sahi al-bukhari Sahih muslim the prophet once asked his companions whom among you do you consider a strong man they replied the one who can defeat so and so in a wrestling contest he said that is not so a strong man is the one who can control himself when he is angry so Prophet Muhammad was known as a man who would eh, who could and would even under dire circumstances control his anger. One day he was attacked by a Bedouin, a nomadic the people from the desert He uh, who seized him roughly by the edge of his clothes. The marks left on his neck could be seen by his companions. So the Bedouin uh, demanded the uh, Prophet Muhammad to give him some of the wealth. The Prophet had every right to be angry, turned to him and smiled, then ordered that he should be given agreeable to him. So the above hadith says that anger is not something, it's not considered as something strong but the real strength lies in absorbing such negative emotions so that it does not influence badly to people. Satan does every possible effort to misguide the human on the wrong path. Similarly, uh, it also is one of Satan's strategies. Prophet Muhammad told the ways to keep ourselves out from the satanic trick. Sulaiman bin ibn Sa'd said that I was sitting with the Prophet Muhammad, and the two men were slandering one another. One of them got red in the face due to anger, and the veins on his neck were appearing prominently. So Prophet Muhammad said that I will tell you a sentence which you should say in anger, and the anger will go away. He said that sentence is, I seek refuge with Allah from Satan, and anger will disappear. So this is reported in Al-Bukhari. It is something satanic that we should ask Allah to save us. Anger can be very dangerous and sometimes force the person to hit another person or create hatred in relationships. People to divorce and create long-term distances in relationships. So, when a person loses self-control in anger, it's something like uh, alcohol that makes you lose your consciousness and realize that things later on once anger has passed. So, you will probably be guilty for uttering the words or things you have done in that condition. So, Prophet Muhammad said in this regard. If any of you becomes angry, let him keep silent. If, let's say, the person cannot keep silent, then other tricks should also be applied. So, for example, if you are, if any of you becomes angry and he is standing, let him sit down so his anger will go away. And if it does not go away, let him lie down. So, the hadith is narrated by Abu Dha, who says that how he has controlled his anger when he has been caught in the feelings of anger, and he has tried this technique, which Prophet Muhammad has explained in the above hadith. So controlling anger is actually one of the greatest things considered in Islam, because it prevents person to avoid other sins that could be led by anger. We can understand this sensitivity by the following hadith, Abu Huraira. May Allah be pleased with him reported that a man said to the Prophet advise me he said do not become angry the man repeated his request several times and each time the Prophet told him do not become angry this is reported in al bukhari uh, the way good command on the control of, of anger leads a person to so many good deeds similarly to loss the control in anger could lead to the evil deeds a man reported that I thought about what the Prophet had said and I realized that anger combines all kinds of evil. So actually we can sum up the importance of control in anger by the statement of Prophet Muhammad. Do not become angry and paradise will be yours. Okay, this is in hadith Sahih al Jami. Thank you, Ain, uh,
0: for sharing with us about uh, anger management today. So one of the things that, um, one of the practices that is encouraged for us to do when we're angry is to recite the ta'us. Um, For most people, they will recognize this uh, as uh, uh, So that's one of the ways for us to uh, manage our anger. What I'm going to share is actually from Purification of the Heart, a uh, book by Hamza Yusuf, uh, he has a chapter on anger. So, um, when it comes to anger, Imam Al-Ghazali said that it is acceptable only at the right time, in the right place, for the right reasons and with the right intensity. So, the messenger of God, may um, peace be upon him, never allowed his anger to get the best of him. He was in control of himself, secure and always in the state of spiritual um, certainty. In, it's indicated here that they are actually... um four reasons um, why people get angry. Um, the first reason is about, uh, related to primal, primal needs such as food, shelter and life. Uh, second reason is related to position uh, which is dignity and pro- protecting one's honour. The third cause is related to specific people and their particular sense of values. And finally uh, it's caused by uh, gaira or commonly translated as jealousy like for the first reason um, the reason um, about material needs so as long as it is not taken to extreme such as person uh, stealing from others in order to secure food and shelter it is healthy so when it comes to primal primal needs we need to fulfill our basic needs right Um, for example um, finding a shelter for us to stay under so as long as we do not steal in order for us to have to fulfill our basic needs inshallah it is healthy and then the second kind about dignity, it is also healthy with the caveat of ad- avoiding two extremes, uh, that is haughtiness or abject humiliation. So the Prophet said that the believer does not humiliate himself. Um, there are actually two treatments uh, of anger that Imam Maulud uh, mentioned. Uh, the first is to remember the extensive praise and goodness associated with forbearance and humility. So Sidi Ahmad Zaruk contends that the main reason people become angry is because they have inflated egos. For example, even though the Quraysh mocked the Prophet like children do while persecuting him, the Prophet did not become angry with them. So basically, it's actually to just let go and not allow um, like insults or you know, mockery to, um, to affect us. It's also about maintaining our control over one's emotion. So, um, the next treatment that Imam Maulud mentioned uh, is uh, by recognizing that nothing takes place without God's leave, uh, that there is no power on might except with God. Prophet also said the strong man is not one who can wrestle people, but the man who can control himself when he is angry. So, with that, uh, let's hear from the others about your experience with anger management. Not Okay, so uh,
2: I generally still, I mean, I... I think I have pretty good anger management except when I drive. That's my only weakness. When I drive, I am very impatient on the road. So I get very irritated and angry at other drivers. Which I have been trying to work on. Usually it does barely last a week. Usually it's like a day or two and then I go back to my (laughs) old ways. Which I know I I should really just, you know. But yeah. uh, And also because sometimes my passenger... My, my my passenger also join in Though sometimes when I'm calm and then my passenger get irritated then I also get irritated so yeah I did try once on like Quran or like you know um lectures or yeah uh, usually I don't because like you have to connect to your phone and usually it's a short drive because you it's quite small right yeah so uh, yeah but my anger is mostly on driving when I do get angry with people outside I usually hold it it's usually an afterthought at that point of time i'm angry but i don't say the things i uh i want to say then after that when i'm when i go when i'm back home then i will reflect i'm like oh you know what i should have said this and this and and this which is good i guess because i don't i don't say things that i would regret because yeah most of the time i will just end up like i either keep quiet or i will just um it's an afterthought lah. But if it's with my family members, usually when I'm angry, I will just walk away and I, or I will just be super quiet. Uh, and I'll, I, I would just want to talk. Because um, to me, it's like if if they keep scolding me and then I retort back, uh, I guess I'm I'm not the kind who can think on the spot. So I usually uh, can't so-called like defend myself. So I will just keep quiet and let them just, school or then I'll just walk away until they cool down and after that they realise you know uh, that they're at fault but sometimes even my husband sometimes he's a bit stubborn so I have to end up giving in <laughs> yeah most of the time like he I, I guess from a man's perspective is different so yeah most of the time unless he really see that I'm mad then he'll be like okay you know yeah. but if he thinks he's right then usually I have to be the one to give in but if he realizes that it's really his mistake, then usually he's okay to um apologize. And most of the time, I forgive him easily. Unlike men, you know, when, when they get angry with us, when we ask for apology and then they, they just keep on getting angry. So yeah, <laughs> maybe you all share the same <laughs> sentiments as me. <laughs> Well, thanks
1: you all cannot see but you are all smiling <laughs> 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 i i can
0: because my husband is really not around <laughs> yes thanks for sharing so i guess there, i mean there, there are many triggers um to our anger um it can be our spouses um you know situation you know situational i mean situations like for example for you your trigger seems to be to, to come when when you're driving Actually, I was reading this book, um, This Psychology from the Islamic Perspective by Dr. Aisha Oods. There's um, a chapter on emotions, one of them is anger. So she actually quoted this thing that um, there is a research that has been conducted regarding the relationship between anger and health. So anger and hostility are strongly implicated as risk factors for coronary heart disease Mm. and as potential triggers for heart attacks. So anger is also implicated in hypertension and to a lesser degree in stroke and diabetes. So she got this from uh, a 2006 research in high, uh, health psychology, one of the published, uh, whatever it's called, I can't remember, research article. So I do realize that when I'm angry for me, I generally don't get angry. I get irritated. Same. <laughs> yes. So when I get irritated, I mumbi uh, usually my husband is the one who gets the brunt of it <laughs> so i realized that when i get angry um that I, I could feel the i could feel a physical change in me uh meaning that there, there were times uh, that i get angry i think i could only count i think probably about three or four times that i got angry um I think I may have gotten, uh, my, my blood pressure actually went up because I got a headache immediately when I got angry. I could feel my blood pressure rising up and it gave me a headache when I shouted and screamed at the, those people. And these people are usually outsiders lah. Uh, I remember one time I, I shouted at a bunch of students in McDonald's, another one in, on the bus because they were being rowdy and you know just being a nuisance on, on the bus lah. So I yeah, I mean anger really affects one's um one's well-being and health. I mean I cannot imagine, you know what if I was so angry at that time, my blood pressure went up and I actually got high blood pressure. Yeah, anger, I mean I really I need to control my anger also lah, in that sense. Yes, how about Farah? How about your experience with anger or how you learn to manage it?
3: Actually most of my anger comes from work. Like yeah, because of things I cannot say here. <laughs> because if they listen, i'm dead but yeah i mean i spend like probably half the day in anger it's just a it's bad lah and then um i i bring it home and then um it inevitably like trickles down to to people at home and get irritated faster even right now, when I think about it, uh, my blood is boiling. I say I have no way around it. I've been trying. I don't know. This this current job makes me angry all the time. Uh it's been going on for like two years plus now. I so think it's time for me to find another job. That's my treatment.
1: I tell my boss.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I I I read this book. Uh, I mean, I got this book from Wardala, It's Al Ghazali's uh, on the treatment of anger, hatred, and envy. I think it's a really good book because it's uh, three things that I think we all struggle with. Anger, hatred, envy. Envy especially in, in, in times of uh, social media. It's just an excerpt from his book, Alchemy of Happiness. So he, he said that um, treatment of anger and disciplining it is a religious obligation because it carries uh, most people off to hell and from it many sins are born. And I'm, I'm compelled to, to agree with this um, statement because like, you know when you're you're angry and it trickles home and then you shout at people. I mean shouting at people you it's obviously a sin, right? And nothing good comes out of anger, can so like you said there, there's there's like, a few causes of anger. I'm just gonna read a few, not gonna read everything. Um first is um pride, pro and anger at minor lapses of word or treatment against the respect um that one feels one is due. So, um the treatment is to always put yourself in humility la when, you, when you get angry and you know uh, you feel the surfacing of a particular anger or like um, the, one of the causes is also casting blame and fault finding um, it, this is also the cause of uh, anger on both sides so if you like blame uh, and find fault with other people other people do it back to you so what you should do is um, remember that no one is without fault um, we're not perfect so we should also, you know I guess be a bit kinder lah. and then the the, the the last one I'm going to read is uh, average and greed for the increase of property and rank for with that need becomes great. so like um, example like whoever is miser when they become angry and a single grain is taken from him he become you know like if you're cut a code and then somebody takes something from you you become angry so yeah this is some of the uh, some of the vices lah and yeah, we should work against it lah. Personally I also like now just keep quiet. If if it's outside of work with other people, I, I, I try not to be quiet. So that I I usually just tune out. But I think tuning out also overdo it. <laughs> then you miss out the important things. <laughs> because these days I tune out a lot. Uh yeah, I I miss some things. But yeah, that's my that's my coping mechanism, uh. But yeah, I mean anger is put in us for a reason for when it's used for good things. Macam, like when um if someone insults the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, then um the anger we feel, we channel it toward defending him. Um, macam so I think um as long as we, uh, like Al-Ghazali says, as long as we maintain a fair balance, then we're good to go.
0: Thank you, Farah. So, um... Two years ago, is it two years ago? Yeah, two years ago, um, I did my practicum, uh, social practicum. Um, so my client, um, my client was a youth um, who had anger management issues. One of the things that I did with him um, during my session was to actually, I actually printed out this thermometer chart. So, um, to indicate like the various levels of, um, of your feelings, like, I mean, or rather how your feelings will escalate to anger. So, I thought it was useful, like even for myself, like at different levels of anger or different levels of escalation, I know what to look out for when it comes to bodily changes. So, when I'm feeling calm, how does my body feel? um when i'm irritated um how does it you know um what what changes does my body go through and then when i'm mad or when i'm very angry what you know how how do i change um in my you know like my expression change uh does my tone change or is there like any uh, physical changes that will uh, appear when you know when when your mood as your mood change so i thought this is something that was very useful for for me also to recognize the signs of anger uh in me you know each time i ca- encounter a situation where you know really test my patience and i know i'm going to get very angry i realize that the goosebumps uh that i will get goosebumps on my on my neck meaning that i'll, I'll be very angry um and i will do something regretful meaning um I probably just embarrass myself in public, lah. You know, shout, scream, and shout, or I say something very, very nasty to others. So, I think it's good for us to note um, the changes in our body when we're angry, so that we can walk away from the situation and calm ourselves down. I mean, one of the one of the things that we can do is also to take deep breaths, um, to take wudu ablution, or you know, to recite like the tawus. Yeah. So, um, maybe Mirta, um, let's hear from you about your anger management. Or, you know, or anything that you can share with us about today's topic?
4: Mm, okay, I can relate to almost everybody, like uh, getting angry because of work, getting angry with your spouse. Uh, and for me, personally, I tend to raise my voice if I'm angry. And sometimes it affects those around me. And like, like Farah said, it trickles down. So when I'm angry at something, Sometimes my children get the brunt of it. Yeah, because they, when they make a mess or something, I would just shout at them. But they are kids, right? They are bound to make messes. Then with my husband, <laughs> <laughs> he's here beside me. <laughs> uh, when he gets angry, I tend to keep quiet. But then it backfires because he will say, do you only know how to keep quiet <laughs> oh my god that sounds like my husband <laughs>
1: yeah it's really. so, not like that um. so good ah? wow, same
4: mine same same, same like <laughs> so I read this article Imam Al-Bakir said in a hadith some hadith and whoever gets angry with his family member let him approach and gently touch him for the feeling of family affiliation when stimulated by touch induces calmness so, that's one thing that we can learn uh, when our spouse or our family member gets angry and we just, just touch him or hug him, you know.
0: Yeah, that's my takeaway. Yeah, I think gentle touches does, um, I think it's because of the disconnect that you have with the person um, that makes them, you know, not realizing that whatever they're doing. I mean, even though they, they say they're not angry with you, but they're tone, they're already like raising their voices at you. So I think having that touch um, will help. I think even let's like say when it comes to your children, uh, you're upset with them for messing the house. Um, I think you do feel uh, you do feel like some regret when they come to you and hug you, say, mommy, we are sorry, you know, for messing the house, that kind of thing. So yeah, um, how amazing that a touch um, is a very powerful tool to actually Uh, calm our nerves especially when we are angry it's amazing to hear from all of you you know how you try to manage your anger you know the triggers uh, that you have and that you you recognize all these triggers uh, and that you also take conscious effort to avoid reacting to them because I believe that you know, whenever, like, let's say, if we react to to certain situations that anger us, I believe that we will we will do something regretful, lah, by saying something something nasty. Let's say if it's to my husband, you know, I'm afraid I will say something nasty that will break his heart, you know, that will hurt him, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, Ayn, do you have anything else to add on to this? Uh, to our sharing, maybe your experience also.
1: Just a thought, lah, that I saw on a uh, Twitter thread is a posting by Rita C Ongura. She said that uh when I reminded my mom about what she said to me in anger years ago, she was shocked. I was sixteen at the time, and over a decade later, I still haven't forgotten so the person saying the words always forgets is the person the words are spoken to that's burdened with the memory, so it's uh the saying goes. The ex forgets, but the tree remembers. Deep. Yeah, I think mean, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I also never think about it lah. You know, you just lash out, but then you forget that it's not you who lash out, who remember. It's correct lah. It's the person who gets the brunt of it. So I think it's a...
0: It's a reminder lah.
1: I must drill this in my head. <laughs> yeah. But what if the person deserve it like your boss? <laughs> <laughs> oh... No, that's a good time, remember? Remember? Ah, <sighs> there's the, the, a right way to be yeah. angry. I think, I think... I mean, it's a skill lah. I really oh, think so. it's a skill. It's how... So, we need to find a lifelong skill. <laughs> how to swan our bosses nicely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: I... I'm sure there are reasons why they they behave in a certain way, lah. Like um, you know why why we must always who snooze on like make excuses for them ten times or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, recently about the the New Zealand uh the terrorist attack, the one um where I think the the news it was about the sentencing of the the terrorist. So I read uh a post by what was it Sheikh Yusuf Kadi or something like that? I mean Sheikh Yassir Kadi or something like that saying that um some of the fa- some of the family members were very angry did not want to forgive the terrorists, some forgive the terrorists and say you know they have no ill feelings but essentially both feelings are valid, you know whether they forgive or not whether they are angry with the, with the with the terrorists. I guess in this situation it's justified that they are angry with um the person who took away the lives of uh, their loved ones because it was so sudden it's not like as if they they died of natural causes and all that and the lives were taken away because of this person's uh selfish uh selfish reasons yeah so it's not like as if we cannot be angry at all it's just it's only human like it's, a, it's an innate thing we we are born with these emotions to be angry but we also need to know how to manage our anger so that we don't we don't affect uh you know others we don't affect ourselves also. Yeah. So anyone else has anything to share? Can I yes, add not? on as so I was um
2: I saw this news uh on CNA this morning about you know the Charlie Hebdo. Um mm, so yeah. apparently they republished the Prophet Muhammad's caricatures in uh that they did in twenty fifteen. So mm. I couldn't hear the news, I just read the thing and then they interviewed the guy. So it, it triggered me that it got me angry. But then um then I read the article that Ayn sent us. So you know, instead of being angry, what you can do is that you you educate people about Islam. Instead of just mm. just being angry. And you know how like people get triggered whenever um whenever people post things like that, you can see everybody commenting and you know, even Muslims they will comment and like really trash other people and say you know um, all the mean words and the vulgarities all come out and and then i realized when i read the article it it, it's better to actually like you know educate people instead of just lashing out at these people because they probably don't understand like how much it would affect yeah i i don't understand that i'm like why would you do that because like you know if, if you're affecting other people you're hurting other people is it really necessary but you know how, like, in other countries, they have, like, freedom of speech and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, instead of getting angry, I think we should uh, educate people. Yeah. Thanks, not.
0: I think uh, I agree yeah, if yeah. not
3: also um, to educate them, right? But I also feel like sometimes, man, that um how they receive your info is mm. totally up to them. Some of them, they don't even want to listen. They don't even want mm. to know yeah. uh, what what you are talking about what you're to them like they, do, they just they already they already shut their mind off they just want to insult to, to solve this anger is to um just leave it to Allah because we've already done our part and
0: make dua for them yeah yes correct uh I remember seeing this online something about if you want others to learn about Islam you show it through your deeds. Lah. So basically, by you know, Islam is about being kind, being loving, and all that. So we show it to them through such actions, and not you know, um, you know, this, um, you know, throwing all these insults and whatnot to them, which is very, um, which is op- opposite of what Islam is lah, all about. Yeah, so, um, let's, I think that should be the end of our session today. Because I think If we were to go on and on uh, This will never end This topic on anger management Yes yeah, So thanks everyone For sharing your thoughts That's all for today's uh, session uh, If you like our content Please subscribe to our Quran journey on Spotify And we are on Instagram as well uh, Same handle Where we share our Quran journaling And mini book reviews So till our next session inshallah, Stay safe and take care Assalamualaikum alaikum. Assalamualaikum Assalamualaikum, Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum.